Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Thursday, January 26th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. And Nick, I know you put a lot of thought into messaging. Uh, with this week, have you given it any extra thought? And you don't have to tell me exactly what you're going to do in team meeting, but you uh, have an idea. No, no extra thought. I put a lot of thought into it every every week. Uh, I put a lot of thought, really. I think I've told you guys that I do a lot of these thoughts like in the summer and when I have some time so I can – pick and choose messages but things pop up in the year and then you and then you come up with different ones and so you know put normal amount of thought into it just like just like anything um and just like any of these other messages and yeah um you know it's it's what we think is important for this week you talk about one one of the advantages you have going into this game is the crowd so what is your message to the crowd to make things especially difficult for one of the toughest opponents you're going to face this season yeah you know uh, somebody asked me last week what my message was to Jalen, like going into this game. It's his second playoff game. What's your message to Jalen? Be you. Um, so that'd be my same message to, to our great fans. Our great city is just be you. Um, the reputation of being able, having to come into Philadelphia and play um, is the reputation that we have because it is that it's intimidating and it's loud and it's um and it's hype and 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 they are they're passionate fans we got great passionate fans and so you know be who you've been for your entire the entire time the eagles have been here um you know i know jonathan gannon always jokes around about when he was in 2017 when he was uh with the with the vikings and they came into uh lincoln financial in that nfc championship game he just every Jonathan is every time he talks about it, he's like whoa that was into and he and so he we were talking about that and so you know make make the other team right where's the cameras make the other team say whoa of how of how uh, like Jonathan Gannon did uh in five or six years ago so um that that'd be my message as far as, far as you're concerned Two part unless, unless I'm sorry That's unless, all good. unless you're mis- unless I'm mistaken this is your first conference title game that you're coaching in right so do, do you consider this the biggest game that you're coaching in your career so far? No, I think I think what you if what you would know uh, about me and what our constant message always is is our biggest game is the next game. Um, that's the way I was raised in this profession. That's what, and when I say profession, I got raised by my dad who who was a football coach, track coach, and um, and then just all the way through my career is the biggest game is the next game. And and if you treat if you treat one game bigger than what you what, does the other games not matter right does it not matter as much week eight then you know so when you treat them all the same and you and you go through the same preparation each game then you don't ride the roller coaster and the wave of the season but that, that said do you coach differently in a playoff game obviously the stakes are higher uh, or do you kind of approach it like you said just the same as any other game yeah i know i know you guys want me to say something different here like hey yeah it's, this is the biggest one ever and we're gonna do that i'm not gonna say that um because then like, like i said like you you can't treat things differently you know now there's different rules like where things with some different rules maybe you treat a little bit different right um and, and i speak of like the overtime thing and this and that but you know maybe you do uh and maybe you don't like but it's like um 
again, you just, you go through your process of, of everything, like what you do on, on this fourth down or what you do in this decision to, to go for it here or do something there. You've been practicing that your, the whole, the, your whole career, you know, all throughout the year. And you've put yourself in those positions uh, and, and just still, you know, it'd be like coming out with a brand new offense or a brand new defense. Like, I know San Francisco's not doing that. We're not doing that. We're at a re- we're here for a reason. And, you know, and we're going to stick to keep going with with what got us here. Um, you know what we we just got we just found our groove a little bit. Um, we found our groove a little bit. What I really thought was, you know, there was we were making we were playing good football on special teams and there was a play here and there on each game and I wouldn't say each game there were games where we had really good games there was a play here and there that soured the the whole the the game right in in our in our in our vision of what we thought was going on right and and so we're just being more consistent really is at the end of the day we're being more consistent guys are doing a great job uh we got some great guys that are having some great individual efforts you know zach pascal zach mcpherson josh job christian ellis you know guys are you know Kayvon wallace these guys are putting in you know really good work and so guys are playing really good executing really well coach clay and the special teams staff uh is doing a nice job putting them in position to make plays and and i just think it's just that it's it's the it's the consistency throughout the entire game um yeah i co- coached yeah we had some good mount union teams i'm i mean we we had some really good mount union teams that's for darn sure um and but yeah this is in in the nfl this is the the most complete team that, uh, that i've ever been around uh you know we were just I, and i really the thing that makes you say that uh stacy is that i've been taught from very young that it's O-line, D-line, O-line, D-line, O-line, D-line, O-line, D-line. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's my son's peewee game. It doesn't matter if it's a high school game. It doesn't matter if it's a college game. It doesn't matter if it's a pro game. The O-line, D-line wins games, and it, it sets the tone. And we got a great defensive line. We got a great offensive line. And not only do we have these pieces in place there, we, we also understand that we have backups and we have rotations and guys ready to step in and make plays and guys that have stepped in to make plays. And but we also know this about San Francisco. They got a great O line and D line. And 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 that's you know, you get to the NFC championship game, that's probably is what it's what it's gonna look like. I haven't looked at Cincinnati and or Kansas City, but I'm assuming it's similar it's similar traits. And um, and so it'll be a battle and but yeah, a lot of credit to our O line D line, a lot of credit to Howie and how he's put how he's put this uh, this roster together and his staff, um, you know, and, and Coach Stout and Coach Rocker and, and Coach Wash. Um, you know, we got a lot of guys in place that are that are making it possible with those with those guys. What have the uh, conversations been like with Gannon this week to try to get inside the head of Shanahan? And do you, do you uh, really geek out on that process? Is that something that you, you really it's, like? It's coach? similar to the other processes, right? It's, it's, it's me being able to give him an offensive point of view of the things they're doing, right? And, that, and, and that's been the same each week. Uh, 
you know, obviously uh, Coach Shanahan is an unbelievable football coach. We all know that. Everybody knows that. Uh, his record speaks for itself. His his accomplish, uh, accomplishments speak for, speak for itself. And I just try to give Gannon the offensive point of view. He's the expert on defense. And I'm trying to give him an offensive point of view each and every week of, you know, what could potentially give us problems, what could in the run game or in the pass game or in protections, right? And so we talk through things just like that. And so it's been, you know, business as usual. You know, we're going to see a little bit more today. Uh, you know, we've, we again, we feel like he's on a, a trajectory up, um, getting better every day. Uh, today we'll tell a little bit, a little bit more. Um, but you know, again, like I said, we're hopeful, and we'll, but we'll continue to see. It's just such a, a point in the game that's just that you know that I think the obsession is the obsession with detail, right? And that's with with everything. But it's like there's some things that you just look at, and it's like, can we get an edge here, right? Because maybe not everybody is in that does that, right? I remember. I remember when it's different in college. So there's a college, there's a lot less situations. There's different things that happen because of the clock, because of some of the rules, all those different things. But, you know, Todd Haley would talk a lot about Bill Parcells. And, and, I, and I felt like he would talk a ton about him. And I feel like I would get a lot of information. I, I obviously learned a lot from Todd. Um, and then I felt like I was getting, like a, some, you know, just like somebody that's around me probably is like man i feel like i know larry karras like i i'm getting stuff that larry karras did and and uh and so similar with todd and so i remember like that one of one of the first training camp practices or training camp meetings we had a big board with all the situations that we needed to hit and we check them off and then and it and, and that kind of continued and and frank and i were really obsessed with it and and i think that you know when we were in san diego together we were really obsessed with it and then we took it to another level there with uh you know with um with the, with the chargers of of, or pardon me, the Colts, and then it just—it was just something that I don't know, it's something that I just got really interested in, and really, and we, and there's just a lot that you can. It, it's the other thing I find, Zach, is that I'm not—I'm in the offensive meeting all the time, correcting the tape. Hey, we got to do this here, or this there, or that there. And what I found with the um, situational thing is that's it's my way to—it's my way to coach the entire team. Uh, you know, as a head coach should, right? And so, you know, when we're in here on situational Saturdays or what we call it situational Saturdays or teaching situations from the game, it's my way to do what I do with the offense to the special teams. It's my way to do what I do with the offense to the um, to the defense. And so, um, yeah, and, and we got a lot of guys that, that care. That's that situational meeting that we have every week. There's, there's a lot of guys in there. I mean, and, uh, you know, my job is to groom coaches to be able to go and, and do it on their own as well. And so there's a lot of guys in there, and it, and it keeps growing. And, uh, you know, um, but, yeah, we, we are. We're, we're obsessed with it. It's not just me. We're, we are obsessed with it as a team. Has he been able to punt? Is he back punt yeah. practicing punt? Uh, he has he's he's done some on his own. Um, I, I, he hasn't been back out at practice yet, though. So we're we're still monitoring that. When you look at the four quarterbacks, where these final four, three of them are twenty-four and under. You know, just why do you think that is? I mean, obviously, Jalen has probably your example. Well, you know, I think that's well, first of all, I think that's great for this league that 
you're, you're, you're seeing like, it, it feels like the more guys that play quarterback at a high level in this league, the more exciting this league is. Now you, you might, as an opposing coach, you might not always want to say, Oh, the shoot, this guy's, you know, but, um, the more, the more guys that are good at that position though, you know, it makes the game exciting. It really does. So it's great for the league. It is. It's great. I love seeing quarterbacks develop and, you know, because it's, it's, it's what you grew up. It's what I grew up watching. Like, oh, shoot, there's Dan Marino and, and Joe Montana and Jim Kelly. Like, like those, those were the guys. And it was and and it's just good to have, uh, you know, more guys performing at a really high level. And I, and I, and this year, I don't know. I don't know why it is that way this year. I, I, what was it last year? Do you know what it was last year? Burrow, Mahomes, Brady, and Stafford. So it was a little bit of a mix. I don't know. Sometimes it's just the ebbs and flows of the, the year, the teams, and all, all the different things like that. But you know, it's good. It's it's exciting to have uh, you know these some of these young guys go against each other. And I know you know I, again, I don't know much what's going on in the AFC except for the teams that are playing there. But they look like they got a really cool rivalry going on there um, with Burrow and Mahomes. Um, and then we got two young guys in the in the NFC, so um, it's exciting to see uh, good young quarterbacks playing playing good football. That's like really good for the league. Two more, please. Talking with Dallas. I'm not looking at you right now, so I'm looking at John. Talking with Dallas yesterday. He was talking about the teach tape, how you guys make him a better player, and you know you've talked about it before. You put up Keenan Allen or something. I was just curious from that perspective. Do you ever? Do those guys ever make it on the teach tape? Oh heck yeah! AJ, do your heck yeah! Oh yeah! The uh, the teach tape is ever evolving. It's 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 forever you know forever changing, right? And so one thing I always say to them is like like there's always they know if I'm going to put up a certain route, like they know what one's coming up on. You know they they know like all right, he's going to correct the the curl right here. All right, here we go. We're going to see this i don't even know what the first curl is it doesn't matter um but you know we, they know they're going to see this route versus this this look and so what i always say to them is like run a good route and you you overtake the teach shape you'll forever be on the teach shape well that's not accurate actually true because number one is always being able you know the first the first look's always going to be the very best look and and so yeah they they always can overtake because all you're looking for though john is you're looking for an opportunity so when you make a correction on a tape you, you talk and you go over the tape and you're looking at it and and i can tell them hey when you're running this route right here turn your foot to turn your foot a little bit in um make sure that your heel your your arch is facing back to the quarterback make sure your body's bent your arms are pumped uh your body's bent your nose is over your toes and you get you don't make a wasted step and you drive back to the quarterback and you use your length all right i'm getting very into that but i can say that all i want i got to be able to show them we're visual right we're visual like if some if a coach i think that's where that came from is like when a coach said stuff something like that to me i'm looking at it like this and i'm and basically i'm closing my eyes and i'm trying to visualize that what a great example to be able to not not really say much say what you want to say as you show them the tape and so the answer to your question for a long answer um, because you know i like to do that sometimes and bob's about to cut me off to 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 answer your question there you do that because you want them to see and feel what you want them to do, right? And what, how their body needs to move so they can be efficient in their route. What makes the Yeah, really good players and really good coaches. I think, um, you know, they have a good scheme. They play hard. They tackle well. Like, they can defeat blocks, right? You talk about football, right? 
Who's going to block? Who's going to tackle? Who's going to pro- like? Those are the physical parts of football: it's blocking, tackling, protecting the football, taking the football away, getting off blocks, right? Block, you know, blocking not just at the offense line but everywhere. And they do those things that are like when we talk about a receiver. The requirement of a receiver is to catch the ball. Good, you've heard me enough, and you knew that anyway, all right? Well, it's the same thing. When you want to play tough, physical brand of football, it, it, it's, it's tackling. It's, and so why I respect their coaches so much is because you can see their players playing with great energy, great effort, um, and with great fundamental detail uh, with defeating blocks and, and tackling. And so a lot of respect there to their players because they got really good players and their coaches because I can see that they're really coaching the detail. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.